Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Jennifer Rizzio. I'm the founder of Soul Language and Soul to Business, and this is Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey and that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And today we're talking with Melissa Blair, helping things fall into place in your business. Melissa is a sales and marketing mentor, serial entrepreneur, and all-out certified tech geek dedicating to helping you launch your gifts and brilliance into the world. Working with cultivated sales, you eliminate frustrating tech headaches that waste your precious time and energy. You ditch the poppy, the patchy web of software programs duct taped together for your business and instead accelerate growth and success with the single, sweet, seamless online platform that helps you attract, nurture, enroll, and serve your audience and clients. Welcome, Melissa. How are you? Thank you. I'm great. I'm very excited to to talk about this subject. Yeah. I love that. So the first thing I ask every every client every client every interview, <laughs> I've been talking since five a.m. I know. <laughs> is what has your soul shared with you throughout your journey? I, I miss. What was the question? What has your soul shared with you throughout your journey? So you can probably tell from my bio that I'm quite nerdy. And so I'm quite left-brained. Uh, and so I started this business about six years ago. And I'll tell you, running a business is the biggest self-development journey you will ever go on. And yep. What I have been learning, what my soul has been teaching me is to give into that right brain a lot more, to relax and not try to control everything, that that the more you try to control, the less things work. Um, and so I have been making a huge shift in that area Uh it's all about letting it happen, letting it come in, letting the right people, the right products, the right clients, the right everything come into my world versus me out there trying to make everything happen. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course it makes sense. And the question everyone wants to know is how do we do that? Like what has been the process to allow that to happen for you? Um, I just said to my husband this morning, because he was making something and he wanted to know why it had to be made that way in the kitchen. And I said, just trust the process. And he's like, okay, that makes sense. You know, if the, if the recipe says, let it happen, then, or, you know, whatever um, in, in a recipe. But what I, what I've seen is when I do let go and you, and you you pay attention and you watch almost like you're an outsider watching your own life, how everything was so much easier and smoother. And it's like, wow, that really worked. 
and then you just kind of keep doing it. And then I, I find myself back to um, control issues again. So like one of the things is I've been a workaholic my whole life and I'm learning to let go and not work so much and that I have employees and they're kind of, you know, I don't work nights. I don't work weekends. And I'm like, but, but, cause I want to tell them that to ever get anywhere in the world, you have to work hard and you have to put in the hours and you have, have to, have to, have to. And so I have to catch myself, have to <laughs> sneaky to, to challenge that belief I have. Uh, do I re- is that really true, Melissa? Um, because wow, that I've been watching my life these last six years, the less I tried to control and force and work harder, the harder it was and uh, other, other way around. Um, it's just how much easier things flow and without all the stress of the have to, have to, have to's. Um, so it's a, it's a daily practice. Uh, we're starting a new business now and we're acquiring another agency and boy, all those have to's are coming in. <laughs> They're just I, everywhere. And I just have to calm down and slow down and take a few deep breaths and remember that I'm not in charge. I'm not in charge. Yeah, that's a big one. So <clears throat> I think what has like what has been I mean because you work with a lot of your family, right? I do, yeah, just two, but yeah, it's a but lot. That's just <laughs> more than I work with, um, and that also has to be a great learning curve for you, right? So how do you kind of let everything fall into place there and not move into? the shoulds, I told you so not, I'm just not the boss, but I'm your mother too. Like, how do you, how did you kind of outsmart yourself there? Uh, I will give two of my children work with me. Stephanie's worked with me for almost three years now. And Austin's been almost a year. And, um, uh, it's a challenge, not so much from their standpoint, but from my own standpoint, I catch myself a lot, but I will give them credit for being, um, they're both old souls. So they don't, they don't require a lot of micromanaging. They have accountability. They, you know, it, 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 they make it easy. And even it's even easier as I get better at all this to watch them and know that, okay, maybe they're making a mistake, but I need to let them figure that out for themselves. Cause guess what? I might be wrong. Right. I, I, I don't know if they're making a mistake. So my daughter is particularly good at, I, I tend to give things away mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, no, do you know how many hours that took for you to do that? Da, 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 da. You know, so she's really good at helping me learn not to give things away And, um, I let her because she'll price something higher than I would have priced it at. And I literally, I, in my head, I'm going, well, we'll see. We'll just see. (laughs) And she's right almost every time. And so I'm just learning to trust them that they're smart kids. They know what they're doing. And because they're accountable, I think we just had this discussion that 
values places such a big role in a relationship. We can have very different personalities, but if our values are the same, again, it's smoother because they understand my values. They have similar values. And so it just runs smoother that customer service is number one. Um, it just, that's just ingrained in all of us. Um, so, so yeah, it, it, if anything, I'm learning more from them than they're learning from me. <laughs> I know. And I think that's really important. I think so often, you know, in up in scaling our businesses, right. We try to push, you know, push, we say one thing and we do another, we try to push, 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 push. And we're not really allowing for things just to settle. Like, you know, I think so often this happens in all the time in, in relationships, right? Like, just tell me if we're a relationship or not, or I just want to break up because I need to know because the limbo is killing me. Right. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners kind of are, don't know how to be, don't know how to know that they're safe in the unknown. And so they push, 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 and they don't allow things to actually fall into place or take shape. And then they push the subject so much. And then, you know, what happens with force. Yep. It implodes or explodes. So what big question have you been asking yourself lately? Oh, you really hit on something for me there. Um, We were made an offer and there are some other extenuating instances that we had to wait before we could give an answer to that offer. And boy, did that drive me nuts. I wanted to... I wanted to either say yes or no and move on. I, I don't like that limbo. And it was driving me crazy. It was making me really anxious. And again, having to look back from the outside and look down at myself and saying, okay, you're causing your own problem there. <laughs> you're doing it to yourself. So I get, I guess what I'm really looking for now is, is, guidance on learning to trust the process, Uh, just slow down, breathe, trust the process, not try to force. Um, And we did. And now it ended up working out better than we even expected. Um, It's, 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 it's mirror. It's like a miracle watching it when you look back at it, when you look at where we started six years ago and where we are now, and it's just been this series of little miracles that have happened every step of the way and why I get hell bent on trying to control it. I don't know because it really is. Because trying to control it feels like a much easier way of, feeling safe, you know, what direction is going. Right. And I think letting things fall into place, it is about trust, but it is also an active participation in trust. I think so many people think that trust is like your eye color. Once you do it, then you have it forever. And no, it has to be an active participation. You have to be actually choosing trust. And when you don't, you know, the kind of patterns in the mind can take over and you will fall into your sneaky little patterns. So, yeah. you know, that's the time where you turn to a support partner, you 
turn to a coach, you turn to people who are going to, your team members that are going to hold that higher level of consciousness for you and ask those important questions. Like, are you doing this out of fear or are you doing this, you know, with the knowing that you're whole and complete and then you can move on from there. I love that. And that's kind of what the kids have been really why we love working together is that we have that level of comfort to be able to say that stuff to each other. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's healthy to be able to have those real conversations versus, well, just do it. Cause I said, I, I'm your mother and I'm the boss. <laughs> yeah. do it. Um, it and could- that's, that's important, right. Yeah. To have those people that those people that you do trust that are going to help you get there, um, that aren't, you know, that you're not in, in conflict with that you can go, okay, all right, I'm in my pattern. Thank you. Um, you know, my best friend, you know, it's a long, this is a long story, everyone, but I'm going to make it very quick. Um, the way I found out that my father died was through a Facebook message from a relative that I hadn't talked to in 10 years. And that's a very long, complicated story that was created a lot of healing for me. But the punchline of this story was my best friend, like, you know, I was really beating myself up about it. And my best friend went, do I need to let you know that this truth through the the messenger on Facebook? <laughs> and I and I laugh. I sort of laughed at the time. Now I can really laugh about it. But I sort of laughed at it. She goes, "Are we not there yet?" But you know, like those are the people that you know, especially if you have warrior energy, that you can. And Warner does that too. My partner does that a lot. That you can go. Oh man, I don't want to laugh at myself, but I'm going to laugh at myself. And it breaks the energy. It may, allows you to shift. And something new can occur. The yeah. energy that created or the consciousness that created the problem can't solve it. Oh, that's so right. Yeah. And so that shift allows things to fall into place and allows things to kind of, I'm sorry, the hiccups move things along. Well, and that's why you have to be willing to do that work. Um, when I was in my twenties, like my kids, I wasn't that involved. I was not that willing to look at my crap. Um, I thought I knew it all. You know, you're in your 20s. You're, you think you know it all. And then as you get older, you realize how little we really know. Right. And I think, I think allowing yourself to be okay with that is a good thing because that's, that's when you're willing to learn something new. If you think you know it all already, how are you going to ever learn anything new? Right. And that also goes for, if you think that you're not going to feel separate, if you're not going to feel not enough, if those things aren't going to come up again, how are you going to invite more into your being, right? Those things are to show us where we can invite, where we can trust, where we can allow more. And humans, unfortunately, need those comparisons. Yeah. So how do people get more of your goodness? How do they get in touch with you? Uh, probably the easiest way is, uh, cultivating sales.com. So cultivating sales.com and it's really, uh, our big thing is technology 
tends to get in the way of really good people doing really good things out in the world. There's a lot of brilliant people offering amazing things. And if technology is getting in their way, we love to help them get that out of the way so that they can get their message out. That's what we're all about. And boy, I just get more excited about that every day. I love that. Yeah. Um, So what is the one thing you want people to remember from our conversation today? You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to have, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to stress out so much. Um, do the work. I, my mom used to always say to me, and I, I, I'm not even sure what religion this came from, but pray unceasingly and move thy feet. So trust, but you still got to well, I used to say, you still got to get out of your office. Now we don't even have to do that. Right. <laughs> but you still have to connect with people. And it's that connection sometimes that's scary. You know, am I good enough? Am I smart enough? All that stuff. But just let it be and just enjoy your time with that other person. And whatever's meant to happen is going to happen. Love it. So often we try to close every sale. Oh. Did you see it? Did you hear my eye roll, everyone? <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, it's not every sales meant to be close. Not, not only that, but like when you have that attitude, that really prevents you from being present, from knowing that you're loved, supported, and provided for. And it keeps you, you know, really in your own crap. Um, rather than going, Hey, what happens, happens. I, you know, I'm provided for, let's see where this goes. Let's have fun. Um, and it also, when you try to close every deal, you also take on clients that don't serve you and that are painful. Yep. So we say no to people a lot more times than we say yes, because clients have to be at a certain point in their business before they're ready to really automate everything. And so we will encourage them to to work with another coach or work with a work with somebody to help them get to that point because we can't automate if you haven't figured out what your business is and all that yet. So <laughs> again, that was a big shift for us because if you listen to the bro marketers or the bro sales guys, they're like close every sale, and it's like no, <laughs> go away. <laughs> That we want to work with people who are ripe and ready to work with us right now. And if you're not, that's okay. I hope you come back to us when, when, and we're going to nurture you over a period of time. And if at, at any point in time, then it's right to work with us, then yes, that then you get a, a, a hell yes from us. But until such time, it, it, we're not going to force somebody or pressure somebody or you know, take out a credit card and put it all on the credit. Yeah, no, that's just negative juju. (laughs) Yeah, that's just, and and you're plucking people's fear. And if anyone ever says, well, you don't say yes, you're in resistance. Uh, You you can feel free to use every bad word you can come up with. (laughs) Right. That's just fear plucking that, that there, that's manipulation. Um, You know, I remember when I was, thinking about signing up for a gym and I went in there and I, I took a guy <laughs> friend with me and the guy finally looked because I kept saying yeah I just I know myself I'm not going to do it and you know 40 years later I'm still not doing it but he looked at me and said well if you're this fat now you're only going to get fatter 
And I'm like, really, dude, that was your. Oh my God. And you didn't, <laughs> you didn't hit him? But the guy with Wispy went, oh, because <laughs> he knew he was going to get it. <laughs> um, Miranda Hart does this show called Miranda. And there's this whole episode about when she tries to quit her gym. Uh-huh. And, and they're like, well, you can't, you need to do blah, blah. And she's like, but we like, what? Right. And, and that's kind of that mentality of sales and marketing that, that is, is based on scarcity and not based on truth. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. So my last question is if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? There's so many choices. Um, The one I'm going to go with is you are enough. Because I've worked really hard to get comfortable with who I am at at the core. And um, for so many years, I was the behind the scenes person. I was the the worker bee that got all the work done. Um, Now I'm at a completely different point where I'm out in front, uh, which I never ever in a million years thought I would be. Uh, This, that was not my comfort zone uh, because I always felt that there were way smarter, way prettier, way skinnier, way uh, everything than me. And, and I'm really coming into my own in that area in that um at 61 I know some stuff (laughs) (laughs) and I love to share it and I love to help people and so my focus is not on getting in the spotlight my focus is on how can I help more people right and if your focus was getting on the spotlight, that's okay too. Cause uh, there are souls that have soul calling to be in the spotlight. It's not ego driven. If that's the way you want to go, it only becomes ego driven when you want to be in the spotlight. Cause you need to fill a hole that's unfillable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Thank you. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Please reach out to these amazing, amazing people. And of course, if you can like us, you can send us, you can write a review. You guys know all the ways to kind of interact here. And I thoroughly enjoy talking with you all. And if you have any questions, you know where to find us. So everyone, bye for now. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. 
Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid. Electric acid.